0: rather unkindly at the pub the other day, I said to me that if Governing is the, the school prom and it's compulsory to take a party uh, a partner, um, New Zealand First is the last person that gets chosen to go.
1: The wallflower at the party. Mm. Nobody wants to dance.
0: New Zealand First. That's what we're going to talk about today. I'm Simon ewing Jarvie And I'm Heather Roy. And... Um, We'll follow a similar pattern as we have with the other parties, right Heather?
1: That's right. We're going to just do a very brief history of New Zealand First, where they've come from, uh, where they sit on the political spectrum, who the key people are and what you can expect from the party in the election campaign. And should the Wallflower status change, uh, what might you expect from New Zealand First if they are in government after the 19th of September?
0: Yeah, I suppose it's a bit mean actually saying Wallflower. I know Winston Peters would like to... Um, identify himself as the kingmaker. He puts governments Hmm. in and and, has exerted a considerable amount of influence over those um, governments uh, on multiple occasions from a a relatively small uh, number of MPs.
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean, he's been part of the first MNP government with the National Party Hmm. and he has also been part of two Labour governments. So he's not been unsuccessful in his... um, and his political bidding.
0: Mm. So what, what's mm. the potted history of New Zealand First?
1: Right, well, the party uh, was formed in 1993. That came shortly after Winston Peters resigned from the New Zealand National Party in March 1993, mm-hmm. over, I think...
0: Wellington Airport Wellington privatisation, I know, yeah. as I recall.
1: So it was a matter of principle for him. Uh, And then, of course, the party successfully campaigned at the first MNP election in 1996 and became part of government. Uh, It hasn't been all smooth sailing, though. Winston has always courted controversy. And after a Privileges Committee outing, Over political donations, he was out of Parliament. He and his party were out of Parliament from 2008 to 2011.
0: Mm, You sat on that, probably just a minute ago. I did, I Mm, did. did, Very interesting. Okay, well, um, where did we find them? NZFirst.nz. Their campaign slogan, Heather?
1: Is balanced, effective, common sense. Although the billboards all say back our future which back people your future, are, is it? back your future yeah. which people are un, a little unkindly talking about as being back to the future
0: I'm waiting to see a black and white Delorean pull up <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> anyway so um, on the podcast that we ran about the political spectrum uh, where did we put these guys
1: they're a bit harder to pin down than some of the others they're definitely conservative in nature mm-hmm. so they're uh, on our our political spectrum down towards the bottom um, they're probably relatively moderate. They can go either way, as it shows by the fact that they've been part of national governments and Labour governments in terms of economic policy. So they're down to the bottom and somewhere in the middle.
0: Yeah. Mm. They, uh, they For me, they swing slightly left on the economic scale towards the socialist end because there's a lot of redistribution policy amongst the mm. You know, super gold card is, <coughs> is one example. And then more recently, they've announced a... Return of Universal Family Benefits. So this is redistribution of wealth,
1: isn't it? Yeah, it is. And some people do say, would describe them as nationalist and populist. Yeah. Um, Winston certainly is a very clever and able politician, and he knows what buttons to push, particularly at election time.
0: Doesn't he just? Mm. Right. So apart from Winston, who are the other key people? They've got nine MPs, right? So there's
1: Winston, and there's Winston. Oh, and Winston. (laughs) And there's Brian Henry Ah, and Winston. yeah.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Okay, well, one was elected. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, part Sh- of that. Yeah, so, Shane Jones. Shane Jones is, a very is pretty well known. Figure, having yep. been
1: a Labour Minister himself before. Yep. Ron Mark's pretty well known. Yep. Current Defence Minister. Yep. Um, and Tracy Martin, I guess, also has uh, been a Minister in this government and so has had a reasonable amount of profile.
0: Yep. And Fletcher Tabateau, who is the Deputy Leader, is a Parliamentary Under Secretary, isn't hmm. he, for Foreign Affairs. yeah, Basically working as Winston's. Sidekick there, like mm. almost like an associate minister, but not. Yes, and there. some
1: people did think that he might be being touted as the new leader when Winston finally retires, but mm. there's certainly been no movement in that space.
0: Yep, and they haven't got a list out yet, have they?
1: No, no. New Zealand first famously always leave their list to the very last moment, and that's about three weeks out from the election date. So Winston waits the the. Uh, lists have to be party lists have to be lodged with the Electoral Commission by midday on the designated date. Winston always announces his party list at 11am. Mm.
0: Well, they uh, they're not polling very well. They're down around two percent. They don't have an electorate seat, I think. Expecting Shane Jones or hoping that Shane Jones will win Northland as a long haul. He's polling mm. third there, um, so it could be the end. But you never count the old never Tusker ever out, do you?
1: Count Winston out, no. Probably the most common saying around Parliament.
0: Yeah. Mm. It is getting harder to see them get back there. I think
1: they must be worried, and because they are in serious trouble, they're not going to win an electorate seat, which means they're dependent on reaching that 5% threshold. And in a a whole raft of polls uh, done quite recently, they've failed except in one poll to get anything above 2%.
0: Yeah. Mm. So I was going to ask you what we can expect from the party in the election campaign. But look, I went to their website, which looks fine, until you click on policies. And it takes you to a login page where you have to log in to presumably to see the policies. And so I did. This was one of because they've changed the website a couple of times. I used to follow them. Mm. So I've set up an account and it accepted all that. So they've got all my personal detail. And then I went to click on policies again. Well, having logged in. And? Uh, and it took me back to the set-up and account page. Oh, yeah, in just page. You I was in twice. I was in the death <laughs> loop. <coughs> so okay, well,
1: that's not particularly helpful. They're not and going to
0: campaign on digital strategy.
1: No, I don't think so. And it's not helped by the fact that they really have announced very little. Winston had his campaign launch a few weeks ago. Right. And there was very little in the way of policy being talked about there. Really, it was just appealing to, I think, his constituency was a raft of... Sort of platitudes and slogans really, and the best. The, Greens. the best, you say, and attacking the Greens. So definitely, he doesn't want to be in government with the Greens again. But as you said <coughs> earlier, he does want to be in a kingmaker make, position. But that's that is dependent on the party being there.
0: So Tracy Martin at their campaign launch announced the return of the universal family benefit, which was around when we were kids, and our parents mm. were able to pay off mortgages or. Pop, I
1: think uh, my parents bought their home capitalise. using by capitalising their family benefit.
0: I, I just, uh, and mm. but they haven't put any money against it yet. They've just said, well, it's a good idea, but when it's going to be for everyone so no matter how wealthy you are you're going to get under their policy you're going to get it and um i just worry that it might be three pounds per child or yeah. six <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. also uh what else have we had announcement was um oh uh they winston haven't... suggested getting the us the the older people the baby boomers and the generation beyond us the uh, to come out of retirement or semi-retirement or come in and help basically retrain people who are made uh, redundant as a result of COVID and need to get on. Mm. Well, nice volunteers. idea,
1: but he's going to have to have a bit more of a plan around that one, I think.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and traditionally, uh, history would show that uh, the policies for the New Zealand First Party haven't been well no. developed no. and certainly have never been well costed. Um, so it's dependent on, I think, Winston deciding what the buttons are that are going to attract mm. that that core vote for him and campaigning on those issues which he hasn't done to date
0: yeah so i mean yeah, if look back to 2017 and they were going to mm-hmm. have an armed coast guard well still waiting yep um they were going to have um quite a substantial defense force return of the air combat force a bigger reserve well it's just foul 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 that's fail. right and that's only one policy area yep and when i, I confronted ron mark about that and at, i ate what they'd done about it which was nothing um he just said i'm oh, politics
1: I'm sure, sure we'll be able to expect some addition to the super gold card provisions.
0: Bound to. Mm-hmm. Bound to. Yep. Okay so if he does manage to swing his way back into a government next term mm. what can we expect?
1: Um, I think that we could expect him to be to actually be in that kingmaker uh, position and to determine who the government will be. I think the election is actually going to be relatively close mm. much closer than the polls are dictating at the moment so it's not inconceivable that um, we mightn't have the same sort of situation we did this time, in which case I think he would choose to go with Labor,
0: hmm.
1: as long as the Greens weren't part of that yeah. arrangement.
0: I think he would see it much more palatable. I could be unkind and say he probably would find Jacinda a little easier to control than Judith Collins. <laughs> that's the blunt part yes, of it, you know. That's right. Uh, he wouldn't get nearly as many concessions with National. Uh, the other problem is whether National and ACT would be prepared collectively to work with them to make the three-party coalition. I think that would actually be a terrible um, mix of Mm. personalities and policies and egos. Um, But that's what you have.
1: It would. And look, it might just be that the campaign turns into um, moderating the excesses of either side, Mm. which he's done successfully before. It's always a bit dangerous to um, make a prediction about election outcomes and which parties might be there or might not be. But Mm. If I was pressed at the moment, I'd have to say I don't think that New Zealand First will make it back.
0: I I agree. Mm. Um, Well, have we got anything else to say?
1: I don't think so. We'll await with anticipation the policies and the party list.
0: Right, well, that's it. If you'd like to send in a question, uh, you can go to our contacts page on our um, website, talkpoint.co.nz, that's T-O-R-Q-U-E, and we're also on social media on Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube and Facebook. That's it for me. I'm Simon ewing jarvie
1: And I'm Heather Roy. We'll talk to you soon.